What's up, everybody? It is party time. Mom. Look at me, Mom. I'm on TV. Ah. Hey, I'm glad you guys are here with me today for another episode of the Chad Prather Show because we are going to visit with one of my very best friends, Reno Collier. From Blue Collar Lore, let me tell you something, one of the funniest comedians out there on the planet today. He's been on the podcast before, audio only. Today you're going to get a look at him. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that's a great thing, but he's going to sit in a hot seat. We're going to have a good old-fashioned conversation between buddies, and you're going to relate to all of it because he's a super funny guy. So I'm glad you guys are watching. You need a laugh. What do you tell me? You send me, you can send us messages through social media. You can post in the comment threads, whatever. We we what we find is that when we just kind of go off the rails a little bit, every now and then we have some serious conversations. Of course, we've had folks from the veteran community, the military community come in telling their tales, telling their story. And they're the stories of heroes. And we never want to take that lightly. So we're going to continue to do those things and continue to shed light on these important platforms out there because we're Americans and we're patriots and we believe in those who sacrifice for us. But but I I think that you guys kind of enjoy it when we just go out there and banter a little bit and have a good time and tell our jokes and make fun fun of each other and, and really, really uh, give Party Foul Steve a hard time. I know we like to do that. So send us a message. Let us know. You can you can email us. You can send us messages. Uh, if you need to encourage Steve, steve at watchchat.com, you can send him an email. Uh, you can comment down here. You can go over to where you can leave reviews for the podcast, leave us a five-star rating, and you can tell us everything you love about the podcast because we want to continue giving you the things that you enjoy. What we want is... When 6 p.m. Texas time rolls around, you can go over to YouTube. You can kick back. You can screen it through your television. You can watch it on your device, your iPad, your mobile, whatever you want to do. But you can just take an hour, 45 minutes to an hour, and just forget the world exists and hang out with us. Because let me tell you, we feel like you're a part of the cast here. We feel like you're a part of our crew. And don't forget, we got the folks that make this show possible here at Blaze Media, Mercury Radio Arts. They're great, great folks. You need to be taking advantage of some of the other podcasts and shows that are on Blaze Media. You need to be tuning in to our friend Sarah Gonzalez, The News and Why It Matters. You need to be following her on YouTube, Sarah Gonzalez Unfiltered, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh, Jeffy Fisher, uh, Chewing the Fat, all of these great shows that will not only keep you informed, but they will make you laugh. And I tell you, I can't say thank you enough to the puppet master, Mark, who drives this mothership of Studio 22, Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, who is my brains, tells me what to think and often things to say. And I always know when I'm getting in trouble because i can hear her groans over there behind the uh the motherboard there give me a shot of you guys over there what are you kids doing what are you kids doing oh my gosh there they are we're running Look, this show candace yes where do you come up with some of this stuff like you must scour the interwebs i do it takes me a little bit but it's always fun when you find a really good headline or a really good story and like you were gone for the past couple days when we were um on a break and so it was fun i was getting really excited and i was like tempted to text you all these headlines that i was finding but i resisted and now we got a really good show in front of us so i like to be surprised by them you give them to me and when you give it like there's no prep that goes into when we do those headlines we do those off the rail segments it is totally off the cuff right ever whatever hits my head and whoever our guest may be that day, it just comes right out. And I always enjoy doing that. And I think people enjoy doing it, too. Get another shot of Candice there. Look at Herbert the Silent Deer right over her shoulder. Back there beyond the flashing light, Herbert has made it. 
He is over here. We're here, folks, in Studio 22. We're going to sit down. My buddy Reno Collier, Party Foul Steve is here, and, of course, Hot News Natalie hanging out in Party Foul's pub. We're going to have a good time today. You hang right there. We're coming at you. It's party time, Mom. We're back. Studio 22, party time, Mom. Stay horn. Having a good time over in the party foul pub. Stay. Steve, what are you doing? I was admiring my Glenn Beck cup. Where'd that come from? <laughs> I, the kitchen. Why is Glenn Beck invading Studio 22? Every time I turn cups, around, there's something else. Glenn Beck. Coming for you, Beck. Hot news, Natalie. You guys are right on the verge of opening up your Texas gun experience. So close. It's it it's is so close. It's they actually wanted to be open on Monday, this past Monday, but it's just getting you know your it's CO final details. It's the final details, and you want to you want to do it right. You know, well, I'm right. ready for you guys to get transitioned so the ATF will go ahead and approve my two uh, compressors. Yeah, suppressors. Compressor. Compressors. <laughs> compressors. You know. Yeah. I like saying the wrong thing because it ticks off all the gun people. You know, I was putting bullets in my clips. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people lose their minds, yeah. dude. They could lose their minds over that. But, yeah, my suppressors, I got two of them, and then I got my short barrel uh, 300 blackout that's waiting on ATF approval, too. I can't claim in any way to be a gun expert. My husband certainly is. Yeah. His brother, my brother-in-law certainly there, and then Jeff Kyle is the one who taught, who gave me my LTC, although he won't claim it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Jeff's one of them. Jeff will get on to if you he use did, the wrong yes. term. He'll jump on that, you. That's why I went there because I remember I said something like that when I yeah. was in the class. And boy, I got reprimanded. I like messing with people, man. I love it. It's gun nuts. You're gun nuts. It's okay, though. You don't have to worry about it because in the, in, by next year, about a year and a half, Beto O'Rourke is going to be the president of the United States, <laughs> yeah. and he's going to get all of them back. And it doesn't matter about the terminology. You're going to – law-abiding citizens are going to turn everything back in. Sitting in the hot seat, my pal, my best pal over here, Reno Collier. Good to Reno be here, man. Collier. It's fun to be on this side. I watch it, but it's then, cooler being here. It is. You, know? you were on a podcast episode. We did it in your – uh, living room in, in your dining room yeah. in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We sat yep. there and we did an audio only podcast, and uh, that was fun. Man. We were like under the influence of something that night. I don't know. We just maybe it was a good time. Yeah, maybe we were just feeling good. And it was adrenaline or something like that for but me. We, yeah, we, we just, got the giggles, man. We did. We were laughing. It was about fun. Stuff. It was like kids. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> After the tournament. Every time I come to the, come there, I stay with you. Yeah. And now you came to Texas. You stayed at my house. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm like, I love it because it's just like, you're right. It's like we're having a little slumber party or something. You know what's funny, too, is seeing like, like all comics and people who tour and stuff like that have like their home personality and then their road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I get on the road and I'm like, bah! And then I get home and I'm like, what time is church, honey? Are we, are, is, the, is the service started at 11? Well, I, sh I should probably be up by 10 then, you know, and on the road. Want to go to Sunday school? Yeah. yeah. I love Sunday school. I love Sunday school. Yeah. I, we have a new Sunday school teacher. We do. And Fantastic. He, yeah. get, do you, should I make dinner, dear? Yeah, let's yeah. have dinner. I'm going to go ahead and do the dishes, honey. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna put a salad. I'm just going to whip a salad together yeah. for us really quick. I love vegetables. Oh, my gosh. Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians, do you cook? Are you a cooker? I'm starting to starting to acquire 
skills. I'm noticing in this younger generation, they're not fans of cooking. Not a big, lot of, not a lot of people out there cooking. I could be wrong. I'm just talking about in my experience, which is limited, because I don't do a lot of things with young women. You cook. I cook. You Love had the cook. best lasagna. Thanks, buddy. Golly, the other day. Woo. It's good, huh? I ate the whole pan. You Reno did. literally put it back in the refrigerator, so I'd quit eating. No, I, I wanted you to eat. He put it up. He put it up. It's like, oh, did you want some more? It's already gone. Yeah. You ate it all? No, it's in the fridge. Yeah. All right, you want me to get it back out? No. He's being mindful of your keto. <laughs> no, there was no keto involved with that. There's no, no keto. Obviously. You know no. why people don't cook anymore? I mean, once women started working and joining the workforce, Here we go. then you had to start, you know, duties at home started, you know, shifting. And so now that nobody cooks because the guys, are, if he's got to cook, Unless they really love to cook, they're like, "Now nah, let's just go get something." The yeah, dude, if you were a home. Quaker, but like, men, I, like if I want to eat meat, and my wife, you know, is like, "Tonight I'm a chicken. I'm gonna cook the meat. Plus, I want it cooked the way I like it." Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. It's I don't know if it's a control thing, but like I know, like that steak you made last night was freaking perfect. Was it okay? It was excellent, man. A little charred, I uh, dude. I like it like that. Oh, yeah, Burn, Pittsburgh, it burned the outside, and leave the middle that's red. The way that was yeah. That's, y'all had steak last night. Yeah, yeah big ribeyes. I, I went home had porridge. Big big. You had porridge. <laughs> I ate borscht. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, that no. <laughs> the, I don't want to get off Tell on this. The story. No, because my buddy watches this. But like, my my <laughs> dude. Tell I'm sorry. The story. So I, I go I go to my buddy's house. He lives in Myrtle Beach, and and oh, he watches this, dude. <laughs> Tell your family to leave the room. The they the mom was from Ukraine, and they and they they live in this really nice house, you know. And but she cooks Ukrainian food, and it was like it was like it's just different. Like they cook like they're still there, and I'm like, we're here. We have there's a grocery store. Like I don't want potatoes and rice and beets. In a soup, you know what I mean? Like it was 110. It's like we're having soup. I'm like, I'm not having soup. I'm not. I'm not at burning Myrtle the beach. roof of my. Yeah, we're at the beach, and she's the sweetest, kindest lady, and she's was so proud and so. And and my wife Sandy is just so. She's like the perfect guest. She's like, this is delicious. I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Like, I don't. I feel like I waited in line, like in Moscow, and I don't want to eat this. Shit. I want them to make me a burger. That's it. We no soup for you. No yeah, soup for, no for you. We sent McDonald's over there so you guys would figure this out. Stop. <laughs> I don't want to eat like I I work too hard. Yeah. Borscht. Borscht. I, and I I mean, I grew up in, my family's from West Virginia and Virginia, and we have ramps, which I don't even know. You know what that is? Yeah. It's basically a weed that grows out in your yard, and it stinks up your house. And people are like, what is this, a third world country? I'm like, no, nah, it's West Virginia. It's ramps. But... <laughs> But, like, my mom, my dear mother, I'm sorry, I'm hopped up on no, coffee, no, no, but my dude. dear, dear mother has, grew up in this small town in West Virginia, grew up, went back to school throughout her life, got her PhD, became an author, yeah. wrote, you know, like, has really worked hard for everything. And we grew up, my grandmother wouldn't even let him cook these ramps. So she comes to visit me when I live in L.A., and we go to the Getty Museum. And she, my mom has gotten her PhD in art history and architectural design. She wanted to see all these paintings. I don't even know what the hell's going on. You know, there's those fat naked chicks, and then there's, like, a revolutionary war whatever i'm like all right let's get to the dinner and wine you know so they have a restaurant in there and this dude comes out my poor mom's all dressed up she has a scarf on she's very distinguished you know sitting there and the guy comes out and he goes well today the compliment of the chef is a mixture of rice and ramp 
And my mom went from like distinguished to West Virginia. She goes, holy, sh- what did you say? And he goes, it's a ramp. It's from Appalachia. It's a very seasonal dish. <laughs> she goes, a ramp grows in my backyard. She's like, damn it. I went all the way to California and you're serving me ramps. I got a scarf on. Freaking Pepe Le Pew comes up with the ram. She's like, the grows in my yard. Can you say that? Yeah, you said it. All right, good. The, uh, I mean, we're not talking truffles here. No, we're talking ramps. It's Weeds. like half. It's a it's, it's like a half onion, half garlic. You don't know what it is. Nope. It's because you probably hit it with a lawnmower, or it may not even grow here. But it it's a real thing, and it became real chic, like in New York and L.A. for people to cook with ramps. And there's you know there's some dude in his backyard like, man, I've been selling this stuff to this dumbass in New <laughs> is York like City. A, is it like a wild onion? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't know what it's called. Yeah, it's a ramp. Yeah, you can smoke it. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, you can smoke it. Your fart smell like chicken noodle soup, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> I, it gives I, you the worst gas you've ever I had in your life. I would love to have a little bit of a seared steak last night. That's okay. That's okay. You I'll make you, you one. You could have invited. I'll make you one. They were I, big old fat yeah, tomahawk steaks. They were big old. They were big old bone-in ribeyes we got. And Jade doesn't. You know, Jade likes the little tenderloin fillets, which I do too. That's that's typically what we do. Because when I eat steak, I don't eat a lot of steak. I don't eat a lot of big red meat or anything like that. Uh, but when I do, it's a good cut, right? And oh, that was delicious. Like, last night's was it was a Pittsburgh that you know yeah. good on those grill grates. Man, those grill grates are awesome on the big yep. green egg. Those I love those grill grates. They leave the prettiest marks on there. Yeah. He had perfect yeah. diamonds. Perfect diamonds, boy. Yeah. Sounds like it was really good. It was, it was amazing. Fun. It, it was the, it was it the was. best meal I've ever had, it Steve. Was it was good. Had we friends. had baked potatoes and salad, and I we grilled some corn uh, on the cob. It was fantastic. Wow, that was yeah. good. Yeah. Sounds good. like a big party. We sat on my new come deck over too. Yeah, it was all. He, Chad said all of his friends were there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> <Gosh>. <laughs> not employees. He said, "This yeah. is amazing. All the people I care about are in one that room." I truly love. It was are weird, all Steve. under this roof there. right now. <laughs> you were invited. It was Steve. Let them eat cake. <laughs> I must have missed that text message, email, phone call. I'm sorry. We'll do it again sometime. Or wait the, across uh, the yard. <laughs> Well, someday. We'll do it again. The Reno Collier, renocollier.net. Dot com was taken. Some jackass in China. My thing went, it dropped for like 10 seconds. Like it didn't renew in time. Dropped. And somebody in China has it. And I can't have dot com back. And like they want. There's a program that they run that constantly checks when stuff drops off and it automatically buys it. Yeah. And so, if you ever let your deal, it can it's gone like that quick. I did. Now I'm a dot net. Yeah, yeah. That's lame. That's lame. But it works. It tells people where you're going to be. Yeah, it's good if you can get on it. I'll sell it you back can. to you. Do you have it? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, yeah. So we've been doing this thing. Of course, you, uh, you did blue collar for a long time. You did blue collar second generation. You opened for Larry the Cable Guy forever, like ten years. Yeah. yeah, and you did a bunch of stuff with with him and Ron as well, and Foxworthy and those guys, and obviously the blue collar thing. And um, now you're out doing your own thing. You got a, a record that's out album. I don't even know what they call them these days. I, I, I call download. it an album, but I it's call download. it an album. Yeah, it's you not... download is is monkey. And let me tell you, I've, we talked about this because it had just dropped the last time you were on the show, and that's been yeah. about a year ago. And it just dropped monkey, dude. What's the funniest dadgum thing? I love it when you're like, okay, like you're the first half of the album, you're like totally clean, and then you're like, 
Okay, I'm going to really church it up now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't take it, man. I know. Like, I, I, I can't. I can stay clean. Like, they're like, make it, make sure it's real clean. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I got it. I got it. And I made it like 35 minutes of it. And then it's like all these words in my head are just like, just say, say it, say it, say it, say it. You know, and I'm like thinking like, I got to, got to, got to say it. And I did, I did, and then so when you buy the album on iTunes, it's like clean, 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 clean. Then he's expletive, 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 explicit, <laughs> yeah. explicit, explicit. The yeah. second half of the album's all the explicit, the e's, the little black e's. Yeah. Little, but it's not, a, it's not, it's a not dirty. dirty. I mean, I don't it's use the Lord's album. name in vain or nah. anything like that, and I don't even drop f bombs on it. Nah. But just, no, but not, that internal Tourette's got you. Say it, it. Yeah. say it, say it. it. it like but I can only be good. I'm like I'm nice, but I'm not, like I'll open the door for you, but if you don't say thank you, I'll slam it and try to catch your foot yes. in it. Yeah, like I'm nice in the beginning. You have people all the time, and and when it comes to comedy, people will abuse almost their right to get on stage and just use expletives for the sake of using expletives. We've talked about this with numerous comics, about how you shouldn't use F-bombs as a comma or even as a punchline. It's like, okay, if you incorporate that into your comedy, it doesn't offend me. I know it offends most of the people out there, but it doesn't offend me if you're using it strategically and right and things like that, but... Like, I, like it just the language thing doesn't bother me as much, yeah. As it, because again, it's it's relative to so many people. See, for me, my jokes are clean. My mouth is dirty. <laughs> like the stuff I write is yeah. dirty, but for some reason, instinctually, I and it's damn and hell. It's not. It's not even. Yeah. You know, and I think it's weird the stuff that they claim is explicit, and then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they'll go, "Oh, he said, damn it, in there." So that's explicit. But then they have a commercial that's ten times dirtier yeah. than anything I said. It's just a it's a pick and choose. Or you're watching NCIS or something, yeah. and you're hearing worse on that. Candice, see, people get on us, and they're like, "Oh, see, you're cussing you you cuss on the on the podcast." And we're like, we really don't. Like every now and then, we might drop something, or a guest might drop something, because I'm never going to tell anybody not to, because I want you to be you, and I'll be me. But see, there's certain words that Candace has to bleep out that you probably use at home. Right. People that are watching and listening to this. But because of the rules, there's certain words that you just have got to bleep out. And people are like, well, what did he just say right there? Yeah. He must have said something really, really bad. Party time, Mom. And that's why, you know, we get in trouble. I, and they're I, not necessarily bad words. My whole family, like when I was a kid, before going into church, like as a little kid, my mom would like, you know, that little fat on the back of your arm that hurts you know, and she'd grab me by before I even did anything. And she's like, you know, when we go in there, you're going to listen to everything that man says. When we stand up, you stand up. When they sing a song, you sing a song. When they take the kids into Sunday school, you go with them and you come right back to your seat. And if you fool around one time, I will effing kill you. You know, like, <laughs> like my whole family is like tweaked. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no. I can remember. I can remember. Turn this off, mom. Hit pause. Uh, but I can remember you'd go to church, right? And your parents would just be in this big old fight in the car. Yeah. And you're on the way to church and they're like, you know what? And you're scum and your mother is scum and your sister, she's a b And let me tell you, if she ever calls out here again, I'm going to, I'm just, I'm leaving. I'm getting yeah. an apartment. I'm taking the kids. <laughs> the door slams. Boom. How are you, Brother yeah. Earl? Forgiveness. Good to, good to see you. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yeah. Bless you. Bless you. God it's church. You. It's your church personality and your home personality. I don't know. It's like on the road personality and yeah. home personality. But church is like the funniest because church laugh is the greatest thing in the world yeah. because you know you're not supposed to be laughing. So like 
you know, it's that uncontrollable, like, oh, God, you know, yeah. like, oh, God, I'm not allowed to laugh, so you can't, like, Ugh. like, my wife is 10 years older than me, right? And we were sitting in church, and there's this little old lady, Lois, who has passed away, loved her to death, and she was sitting in front of us, and we were engaged. And right before the service starts, she turns around, and she's like, I heard you're getting married. And I was like, yes, ma'am. And she goes, have you set a date? And I was like, well, we're going to wait till after the baby's born. And the look on her face, this is like, because my wife's 55, she's like, oh, dear God. He's like, stop it, you jackass. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I can't, I can be nice, but I can't, it's hard to differentiate the it building is. I'm in to how I'm going to. It's like when you go to a funeral. Yeah. And that's the worst. Did you see the guy in Ireland who recorded his voice and they put it in the coffin? <laughs> And they yeah. put him down in the hole, and all of a sudden he's like, hey, where the F am I? <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Somebody let me out of here. It's dark in here. Yeah. That's perfect. Well, the thing is, I believe when you die, your soul goes to heaven. I mean, it's just a body. Like, yeah. it's not. And if we really believe what, like in my church, I'm like, if we really believe what we say we believe, what are you worried about? Yeah. When someone dies, you're concerned. You, you're going to miss them. But it's yeah. kind of selfish to be like, ugh, you know, yeah, like you're feeling sorry for who's going to pay the bills now, you know? And it's you're like feeling what is sorry wrong? for you. Yeah, you feel bad because you're going to miss the person. But in Steve, my belief, hey, their funerals are for the living; they're not for the dead. They really yeah. are. And our good, our dear, dear friend Keith Maddox passed away after his battle with cancer. And Keith Maddox owned American Hat Company, and so you know he was so well liked, so well known, and people from all over the Western world, and just the guy was an icon. And he passed away uh, back first of last month, and then they they waited three weeks to have the memorial service, and they did it in Fort Worth. And Steve and I were there, and and I mean it was a party. Yeah, I mean they set up the the drinks and the buffet in the back of the arena deal. And about eight hundred people came from all over the country. It was just a beautiful ceremony, and we had a party because that's exactly that's what he wanted. What he would have done. That's, that's what, what he, he would have wanted. It's the kind of person he was. It represented him well. So you know what's weird though is like, and <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting off on this, but have you ever been to somebody's funeral? And <laughs> I know we're not supposed to judge, but then somebody's funeral and the, and the minister's like, you know what? They're in a better place now. And I'm like, if that's not in heaven, there is no rules. No way. Like there is no, <laughs> there's no, there's no accountability no. for anything. If he's there, I'm in. Like, I, yeah. I don't even have to feel guilty about anything I've ever done because yeah. I've hung out with that dude. I think bars that's and called preaching them into heaven. Yeah. 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 Like if you notice they, they all accepted Christ at some point in time yeah. in their life. Yeah. He was six. And yeah. he never cared yeah. after that. I remember his baptism, and <laughs> then there was that middle part where he was in prison for, yeah. Yeah, but it's still, he's in a better place. Is he? Is he? Are we it, sure? If you're reading that same book you're reading out of now, that dude is on fire. <laughs> you know what? I wish I had some good say about this guy, but just, just one there. There's his wife. She still got a black eye from last week before he died. <laughs> she always hated his ass. And these kids, they haven't been around until they found out about the will. What the hell are we doing here? That's when and, you open and the bar. And this one over here, 27 years old. He never claimed it was his. Yeah, look at the choir. He slept with half them. Why are we here right now? Two of your pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that's why they wear that long thing. You can't see the baby bumps. Anyway. Oh, that's, that's fun. <laughs> I loved that guy, though. Yeah, Ralph was a mess. He was a mess. I love uh, it when people can still be funny, even when they're gone. Have you ever seen the funny tombstones? 
Yeah. yeah. See, I told y'all I didn't feel good. Like, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Like, just to read that in a cemetery <laughs> is brilliant. I, I love saw a meme yesterday where this lady had a cookie recipe on the back of the tombstone, and it was the one that said, she always said, if you want my recipe, it's over my dead body. Yeah. So they put it on the tombstone. Oh, that's br- you yeah. know, I have an aunt, the same one that used to make the ramps. Yeah, in West Virginia, who she and gave, we're back, and we're back to ramps. <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back to ramp. She uh, she made these rolls, right? And they were the greatest rolls. I mean, I eat a pan of them. They were the best freaking rolls I've ever had. And people would ask her for the recipe, and she'd give them the recipe, and they'd come out all jacked up. My mom tried to make them all jacked up. My aunt tried to make them; they were all jacked up. And until she died, we found the recipe. She was putting sugar in it, but she'd give people the wrong recipes, so they couldn't make. They make nasty. So you'd yeah. still come to her house to get the. She wanted the, the family around, yeah. so she'd give the. She ain't no fool. No, she's a liar. I know. Right, some, I, I, know somebody, I live with somebody that does that exact same thing almost. Really? I'm not going to say who it is, but I'm just saying. You might not want to take a recipe that she gives you. You live with two human beings. That's Tony. <laughs> One of them's 16. Yeah. Ain't name dropping. Oh, you if in trouble. If she gives you her, uh, like, corn casserole recipe or this or that, don't believe it. That's some redneck stuff right there, man. It is. Dude, Sandy takes dishes to restaurants. She takes our dishes from our house to a restaurant, they make the food, put it in her dish. She acts like she cooks it. She acts like she cooks it. We were talking about that this weekend <laughs> yeah. at your place. Yeah. Like she comes back like she made it. People come over and they're like, oh my, this is such a beautiful dinner. She dropped her dishes off at the restaurant and they stuck the food in it. And it make, it looks like she worked all day cooking and she was drinking wine at the pool all day. I make that note. Yeah, it's a great idea. I'm not going to bring this up because he told me not to. But when we get out of here and we're not on camera anymore, he told me the funniest freaking story. The other day on the way to the airport in Nashville, we can't talk about it. You can't do we, that. No, we, we'll tell you later. It's the funniest I'll thing. T- I'll tell it. I'll tell it. But I'm going to, I'm going to, because I was thinking about it after I told you. Yeah. I, you got a way to tell it? Yeah. He got a phone call from someone. Yeah. And they were he telling them about that. Okay, they here, were telling the, them about a family member. It was from somebody else's family. Who was older. <laughs> There's no way I can get out of this. Who was older. Yeah. He... There, there was the a, wife there was, owned a bar. There's a woman who owned a bar in a state I'm not going to mention. A small bar in a town of like six or 700 people. That's right? your family member. She and her husband. No, we don't is, know that. We don't know that. We don't know okay. who it is. She okay. she owned a bar, and, and there's like 700 people in the town. She and her husband had it. They're cleaning the bar up or whatever, and the husband goes, I'm going to take the garbage out. It's like two, 1 o'clock in the morning. Takes the garbage out. Shuts the door, whatever is outside. She keeps cleaning up, does all the ugh, does yeah. all the paperwork and everything, and look, and he's not there. And she's like, "Well, he must have gone to get something to eat and bring it to the house or whatever." So you know, I, I don't know. She looks around the parking lot, doesn't see him, whatever. Gets in her car, goes home. Gets home, phone rings. Hello, it's the hospital, and they're like, "Hey, such and such, um, your husband has had a major heart attack." He is in bad shape. And she's like, oh, my God, he must have been taking the trash out. And he had it by the dumpster. And they were like, no. they All, all these people know each other. It's a small town. And he goes, no, uh, we didn't get him there. And she's like, where'd you get him? And they're like, well, at this apartment complex. There's only one apartment complex. And one of the waitresses worked at the apartment complex. And she had thought that there might be something. And she's like, so what do you want me to do? And they're like, well, we've got him hooked up. He's in intensive care. And she goes, pull the plug. And they're like, what? And she's like, yeah, pull it. And they're like, we can't do that over the phone. She goes, I'll be there in a minute. 
She drove down and they said, your your name's on. She goes, pull it. <laughs> bye bye. Straight murdered his ass. That's a funeral you want to go to. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Oh, I don't Jade know these. To, Jade said to one of our sons last night, and that's why you sleep with only one woman. That's right. She did. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yep. Flatlined his ass. He's out. Yeah. He was in the apartment with the waitress when the (laughs) the EMTs got to him. Probably in the act. Probably. That's what gave him a heart attack. I would know. I don't know these people, but I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, you know, who knows knows how he died? Yeah. Yeah. Read that story on a newspaper. That wife got the final say. That's funny, funny, funny. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Reno, I love being with you. Don't mess with Mrs. Collier. No. I mean, mean, it wouldn't matter. It's not my family, but yeah. Whoever's family that (laughs) was, we don't know who's out there. We read it like in a gazette. It's a weird thing in a bathroom and a truck stop on the wall. Oh, my gosh. A lot of... (laughs) 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 We're doing the Freedom to Laugh tour right now. Freedom to Laugh comedy tour. You, Brian Hayner, Michael Loftus. Yeah. Me. What do you think? Think it's going to make it? Are we going to be all right with this? I think we are, man. I think we are. It's just it's kind of slow going because we're doing these clubs. It's bumps. It's I mean, yeah. just being blatantly honest. Um, you know, we're doing these Tuesday night shows. It's it's hard to get a lot of people, and we're getting great tonight's getting gonna be great packed crowds. up. Yeah, great crowds. Um, but it, it's you know we're we're in the beginning stages. The good thing is we're we're getting the kinks out. So yeah. when we start, because we already have all these theaters booked and. You know, all yeah, this stuff. Yeah. yeah. So, well, well, the show is going to be so tight by the time we get there that it's just wham, 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 wham. You know what I mean? It's like Loftus says, and y'all see him on another episode, but uh, just, you know, y'all to be just hitting home run derby. Yeah. You know, because you're, you're up there doing, it's like bang, 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 and you're doing it with everybody. And the show from the beginning to the end is just, I mean, people are like la- the, the other night, standing ovation, just bent yeah. over, crying, laughing, and staggering around. I mean, it was, it's fun. It is fun. I and, like doing it because I like doing it with you guys. Yeah. I love the audience. I love the crowd. But, you know, you, when you go out and you do shows for so long and you're doing it, you're just you, you yeah. know, out there on stage doing it. That's fun. But being able to share it and, and then to come out and laugh. Yeah. It, you know, the guys that are out there, um, you know, I love being able to do that because now I'm getting to enjoy the show, too. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's just it's fast. And every comic on there is so strong. Like you got to you got to bring it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's there. Yeah. There's no I mean, it's just from the beginning to the end, man. Yeah. Freedom to laugh tour dot com. Yeah. Good good. Stuff. Yeah, man. And, and those those tickets have sold really well. Yeah. Uh, California. <laughs> you just puke on yourself? No, just a little burp. Um, you just I have acid yourself. reflux. It's a disease. You're not supposed to make fun of people that have diseases. <laughs> I'm on the spectrum. I'm on the reflux spectrum. <laughs> I'm, very, I'm very ill. I'm extremely ill. I couldn't, I couldn't quit coughing. You were sleeping at my house last night. I didn't sleep for anything last night. And one, Jade was sniffing and snorting because she's got the allergy stuff going on. And then I was, I couldn't quit coughing last night. And she goes, you, it's, it's GERD. It's GERD. You know, it, it, nurse practitioner, gastroesophageal reflux. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, it's heartburn, right? Whatever. And so she goes and gets me the, the pills that I take. And, I'm taking, and I, I think I slept the rest of the night. At least I wasn't They have coughing. to name every GERD. GERD. It always has to ED. Oh. Yeah. 
You're Pedro. P-D. Yeah. He, I have I, Ed. Are you struggling with P-D-Q-R-P? <laughs> I don't know. Now I am. What is that? <laughs> Candace, will you go get those boys out of the lobby? Please. They just got here. The uh, Yeah, I know. It's like we um, – I'm suffering from Ed. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ed. not ED. It's literally my neighbor Ed. Yeah, yeah. This guy. Anyway, we're having fun though. I'm enjoying doing it. It's a good time. It is fun, man. And uh, trading stories and having you know. Experience. That's my favorite part. It might too. I love the show. You can tell that we're having fun together. Yeah. You know, but like the 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 travel. I, I don't know. I I went through a time like the first four years I did stand up. I didn't have an apartment. I lived out of my car. Just lived out of the car. Yeah, and and I traveled around all my stuff. I was twenty something. All my stuff's in the back seat, and I'm going from hotel to club. I'd work like in Lubbock, Texas, on a weekend, and then have two days to get to Myrtle Beach, and then the next, you know, then I'm up in Virginia, and it was like just driving, and it was the greatest time in the world. And on the road, you have to find, you have to be creative on how to have fun. Yeah, you know. But sitting around talking and telling stories, especially guys who have been doing stuff, it, the stories are better. Yeah, you know it's more fun. It is, it, and again, as a Johnny come lately into the world of comedy, because again, I always say I, I don't, still don't even think of myself as a comedian. I'm just a storyteller and a humorist, and I'm not a joke teller. Yeah, and I get around these guys, but I love the craft of comedy and being able to be around these guys who have done it for a long, long time. It's an educational experience, but it's it's like almost like a hobby fulfillment to me because yeah. I can hear these things. And it's funny, the networking community of comedians out there, because all these people who are household names, you guys have worked with them. You know, you've hung yeah. with them. You've, you've rolled the road with them and done these things. And it's fun hearing those stories. You know? Yeah. I mean, you've told me all the Dan Whitney, you know, Larry the Cable Guy and. Foxworthy and Ingvall and Ron White and all, just the list goes on. You know what's on. like with those guys. Ron's different, yeah. but but being Ron out, is different. Ron's, Ron is not. Ron is his. I mean, he's the funniest dude. He's the funniest storyteller I know. Of, but like, we'd be out on a bus like with Cable Guy and my friends. You know, there's like twenty thousand people at the show, and they're, they're like, "Oh my god, we're getting on a tour bus." They leave their wives at home. They're like, "We're gonna rage," and then they get on the bus, and there's like dip cups and pizza box. They're like, "This." <laughs> Socks, like the bus is nice, but what I saw like Molly Crew behind the music. Let's rip this, you know. And I'm like, yeah. dude, it's a bunch of fat married guy, you know. Like, eh, yeah. uh, you all watch TV? <laughs> Where's Ozzy Osbourne to snort the ants yeah. off the sidewalk by the Off hotel a popsicle pool. stick? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> are there girls out here? Well, that one girl that brings her food, you know. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like what the hell? Living the out? dream. Yeah, never people, been sexier. People, yeah. people really do have this idea of life out on the road, like it's some kind of rock star life and and as much as i've done on the road last several years i don't know how those rock star guys even get the energy to go out and do that's why they all do it when they're young and then they get older and they're married and they're then they're like the geriatrics yeah but when they're like 45 they look like they're 90 yeah you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> when the midnight round, you cried more and more. More, more they're more. doing an indian casino somewhere and i'm like, gonna rock please, roll please. all night <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the party. stage, Toto. And they're like, party every day. Come out right here with the thing. Oh, dear, where the people yeah. in the thing. going to sing some songs for you folks. I'm going to pull off your head and <laughs> on your neck. Yeah. <laughs> sure you are, Uncle Ted. Yeah. <laughs> <What's>, <laughs> this, <laughs> this tour is brought to you by Depends. <laughs> Get Roman.com for all your ED problems. The Rolling Stones are like a hundred. Yeah. And they Mick Jagger had a heart attack and they're going back on tour. They're going back out there. That dude's a beast. Yeah, still going at it.
I mean, how much they? I, I heard something years ago that said like Bruce Springsteen lost on average thirteen pounds every show. Wow, thirteen pounds. His like shows are like nine hours they're long. Forever, yeah. yeah. Like they're two days. Yeah. So, but I mean, they, they said that on average he was losing like ten to thirteen pounds every show, and that's how much he was just sweating out. And he sounds like just, he's taking a deuce while he's singing <laughs> it. <anything. laughs> Do you know he's never had a number one song? Uh, I don't. I don't get him. Yeah, I know people come unglued on me. I'm like, yeah. I don't get Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, like there's a few of the commercialized songs, like with Born on the U.S. Born in the U.S. That's not number Anthem. one. That never went number one. Never. Bruce Think Springsteen's never had a number one in hit. The top ten though. So, is that better than having one one number one? Well, I mean, it's Bruce Springsteen. I, there's yeah. no threat of him having just one. I mean, he's, you would think that somebody like, but I mean, you think about people who've had multiple number one songs. Bruce Springsteen's never had a number one song. Yeah. And somebody may correct me if I'm wrong on that. I, I like the Christmas when he does the right Christmas now. stuff. Somebody will correct you. I <laughs> promise. If you're wrong, they will correct you. Have you ever seen a one-legged pony running wild? It, it just sounds like three. he's making up random stuff. Have you ever seen a one-armed man? Then you seen me. Yeah. Like what does that even mean? I have no idea. Yeah, you seen me. It's like Red Hot Chili Peppers. I love them, but I have no idea what they're talking no, about. Nobody does. That's like I've always said. Like I, people are like, man, you need to write more songs, and I'm like. Well, I, I need like a story, and they're like, "No, you don't." <laughs> no, apparently no, you don't. You, you just come up with whatever, random. Yeah. Shoe, craft cheese, hamburger. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Steve, I had this thing when I was out with the blue collar guys. Like, they had catchphrases, you know, and people yelling, "Get her done!" and "Here's your sign!" and all that. So I thought it'd be funny. I was like, I'm going to come up with one, but I'm just going to yell out random stuff after jokes to see what catches on. And like, I tell a joke and then he'd be like, slap some ham on that thing. <laughs> and I just look around at everybody. And there's nothing, you know, and I like mayonnaise. Come on, y'all. <laughs> mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. That's so funny. Party time, mom. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we were talking about yesterday. Party said, time, mom's pe- a good one. Yeah. People are always talking about, you know, because we got it on the t-shirts and stuff you can go to shopblazemedia.com uh slash chat the but you could you could go to uh, i'm not even sure if that's the website but yeah but you can go like if you don't watch the show and you don't know what party time mom means like i never stay stay horned anymore natalie because you do it a lot but people are always leaving us reviews about staying horned yeah they're always on the review page and by the way go leave a five-star review for us and they're always like stay horned so obviously it caught on the stay horned thing was Natalie and I. We would always on Monday we'd be doing the news, and somebody sent a message one day and says, "You guys are just horned. Y'all just need to stay horned with no, each no, other." No, no, she said. She said he's. It's so obvious. Chad is horned for her. He just needs to take <laughs> her backstage and do it so you guys can start to be funny. Yeah, and that she just sounds like that horned. sounds like a little kid like church teacher. <laughs> yeah. like the Lord will save you from being horned. <laughs> Doesn't it sound it's like, like when you're a kid and you flip a, flip the bird, but you're using your pointer finger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You or think you're being so one. dirty. It took me two weeks this to one. get that one finger up. Like, it's not right. the middle one. Come on, man. <laughs> you horned. Stay horned, mama. Stay horned. Party time, horned, mama. Somebody's watching it and they're thinking we're flipping it. Yeah. We're not. So, we're using the wrong finger. Yeah, you, you're explaining that because that's your mama. I like that t-shirt Steve's wearing. Love y'all. God bless Poke. 
Yeah, Chad you have to get Prather. that at chadprather.com. Watchchad.com oh, yeah, or chadprather.com. You can get that shirt. Love y'all. God bless. Poke. People say, why didn't it say Facebook? Poke. Because it's called a trademarked entity. <laughs> you cannot use the word Facebook on the merchandise that I'm a selling. <laughs> and there's girl shirts and guy shirts on Girl there. shirts, guy shirts, tanks. There's a Studio 22 with Herbert the Silent Deer on one of them. That's my favorite shirt. The one with Herbert the Silent Deer on we there. We have so many places for them to go to buy shirts. There really is. PartyFoundation.com. Can't what? go to RenoCollier.net. Yeah, you can go to RenoCollier.com if you want to buy Chinese food or whatever <laughs> they got. The guy that bought my thing. Puppet Master Mark, show that shot of you sitting there at the control right there. Can you see Herbert? Can you see him over there? Yeah, he's hiding back there in the corner. He's hiding back there. Yeah. He's got that deer in the headlights look. It's the face he was making when the truck hit him. That's exactly right, man. Mighty Heaton's hanging over the fireplace. I don't know if you can see Mighty Heaton hanging. There he is. Look at him. Mighty Heaton. Party Foul Steve's up there in the Party Foul Pub. Hot News Natalie. Man, we got to get out of here. Come see us. Go to freedomtolaughtour.com. Check Reno out, too, because he's doing his thing. RenoCallYour.net has his tour dates on there, and he's bouncing back and forth across it. You can hear him on the Bob and Tom show if you're up in the Midwest. Everybody's big Bob and Tom fans. Yeah, every and, Tuesday. Uh, every Tuesday, you're There's on there. There's Michael Loftus and Brian Hayter. Here they come. The boys is are here. Bob and Tom, get them on here or is it Bob and Tom? It's Bob and Tom. Oh, okay. It's Bob and Tom and like 12 other one freaking guy people. His name yeah. was Bobbin. You know, Bob like, hey, that's Bob and Tom. <laughs> yeah, Bob and Tom. I knew that guy. Yeah. 20 bucks is 20 bucks. That's like that's like... <laughs> I think I'd say this. My mom's friends, the the two fellas that lived together, their names were Bob and Neil. And I was like, is that their name or is that what they <laughs> Bob and Neil. Bob and Neil, Bob and Tom. There's Bob and Neil. <laughs> you guys kneeling and bobbing. It was both. All right. I admit that a, in a good Natalie, Christian don't way. die on us. <laughs> Hey, we'll find you in an apartment complex and pull the plug. Oh, my my mom's like, don't talk about them that way. They're just like us. I'm like, well, a little different, but yeah, pretty much. Uh, they have to see the humor in we that. We both have wranglers. These guys were hysterical. They're hysterical. Yeah, they were really cool. They, don't see the humor. they came. They came to see me. I was with with Larry the Cable Guy, and they came to the show. I, these guys were freaking awesome, and they had like they'd gone out and gotten outfits. Like they had like a cowboy shirt on, like yours that were tucked in with Wranglers and a belt buckle <laughs> and everything. And they were sitting, they were in line, and they were like, "Look at us, look at us." And I'm like, "Man, thanks for coming. You want to meet Cable Guy?" They're like, "Screw Cable Guy. We came here to see you." And I was like, "Come here, hug, no. Bob. Yeah. I love you. Oh, I'm, I'm hung up in your tassels." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, dude. It was just cool that they like they were trying so hard. They're to, on the cover of a Shepherd's magazine. My mom. Yeah, look like, like Beto on the front of. <laughs> they just, just like Chad. Sweet God. Moo, moo, Buckaroo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it gets lonely out on the prairie. <laughs> Have you ever heard Willie Nelson's song, Cowboys are frequently secretly fond of each other? Yes. yes. Cowboys are frequently secretly fond of each other. That's a great song. You never Willie heard it Nelson the- is hysterical. He really is. Did you ever hear him tell that joke about the cowboy trying to get to the ranch on time? I don't know. So he goes, there's this cowboy, and he gets hired to run this ranch. and he, But they were like, you have to be there by 5 a.m. or you're out. And the guy's like, I got it, I got it. He gets on his horse, and he has to ride forever. And he's going through across the prairie, and he goes down through the woods, and he goes down by the creek, and he hits the side of a tree, and it rips his arm off. And he's like, ah, and he gets off the horse, and he picks his arm up, and he starts pulling the string out of his shirt, and he sews his arm back on. And he goes riding, and at 10 to 5, he pulls up in front of the ranch, and the ranch is like, you made it, buddy. 
you got the job. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, not only do you get the job, you're 10 minutes early. I'm going to pay you twice as amount as I promised you I was. And the cowboy's like, all right. It's <laughs> 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 so stupid. But Willie smokes a lot of weed. I thought it was funny. What'd you, what'd you, what'd you say uh, the, the worst words you can ever hear after a blowjob? <laughs> hey, man, I ain't really Willie Nelson. <laughs> 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 All right, with well, that, we got to get out of here. FreedomTheLabTour.com, RenoCollier.net. Hey, go leave us a five-star rating and review. That's all we take. That's all we take is five stars. If you don't like the show, don't watch the show, don't listen to the show. But if you love it, and I know you do, tell all your friends about it. Come out and see us on the road. You can go to my, my website, WatchChad.com. Got all the dates. Got all the dates on there. So come out and hang out with us. Hot news, Natalie. The Texas gun experience is about to open up. Yes. Yes. Shot. Boom. There it is. Well, you go to it. You'll find it. Party File Steve. You can go to PartyFileNation.com. Puppet Master Mark Candice, the queen of the Ethiopians. We're going to see you again tomorrow night. We love y'all. God bless. Bye.